Blog Talk Radio. Singer, songwriter, musician, book author, intellectual, and podcaster. Here is the night. Hi. So, first of all, I'll get to what I really want to talk about is issues and about my music. And no, if you see me, Musical artists, you see a blue, a blue box, a blue glitter box. That's not me. That is an album that's been released. One of my six albums. But that's not my picture. My picture is the the pixelated picture, black guy with the sunglasses and a hat. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just doing what I need to do. Um, music is so important to me because it's why I came out to Hollywood up here in LA. Without it, if it, you know, if if I wasn't into music, and even now I wouldn't live in Hollywood. You know, I, I emphasize that because some people are like, "Well, what was I doing? Why ain't playing?" Or it was very difficult to play, but I did it for many years and can't find a band and still, you know, sending things or stuff. And while I have done um, doing things like schooling and stuff like that, I'm still an artist, you know. Um, it's always a dream. You know, singing, songwriting, acting, I mean, I should not be told to stop at any age. People tell me, oh, you're, you're living a pipe dream, and I'm like, I'm not living a pipe dream, this is near Hollywood. Even if I live 20 miles away or 15 miles away because there's a lot of millions of artists who live far away and who made it. Pasadena, Long Beach, people made it all the way in Fontana, uh-huh. Southern California. But, you know, I had to get out there, you know, release it and stuff like that. Some podcast is one way to talk about it besides performing. I get to perform because people know about it, but it's still is, is what I've written. I didn't just write it. I copyrighted. I'm affiliated with Broadcast Music Incorporated, BMI, for many years. I released publications, albums, and did so many performances. I paid my dues over these decades. But, you know, being an artist, you know, I, I read that criticism of my art or what I do is it happens to a lot of artists, even if you write something that I really feel. You know, I really, every song I feel, I had to feel it. Um, I, You know, I'd be a part of the songwriting. But those demos I released, I paid it out of my pocket. And, you know, some, you know, I was at different stages, rock, pop, et cetera. Because I don't want my Hollywood dream, I want my Hollywood dream to come true, you know. That's what it's about. About the starving artists who came out, just like there are millions of artists who came out here. Stories, they were homeless, spent years, lived on the street, haven't gotten any recognition, got rejected. I heard those stories before. And so many, some 
did find a way to being recognized out here to get to the brass ring, get that record deal, or get their acting deal, comedy deal, and they are household names, whereas other people are still struggling because they want that Hollywood dream. Here's a song I've written. It was released about almost a year ago. Take that dream away if I have a talent, if I release it. 
is shown in why so many Hollywood dreamers don't do it. Either they give up or they listen to the, the, the haters. And I had haters who were jealous of me. It's shown where people have said, oh, they stole, I told you those stories, they stole my music. They said they got money from They can make some money off my music, which is so evil. You know, when I write a song, it is copyrighted. When my keyboard or all the songs on Legacy and Beyond Goodbye for Now, and um, I make music, the, the EP, or the uh, I Want My Hollywood Dreams to Come True Part 2, or Dove Night 1990 2019, or Dove Night Matter Part 2, or uh, Dove Night Past and Present. I wrote every one of them, and they're all copyrighted. I'm going to look at how many albums I made. I made a lot of albums. I sure did. So, I remember Death Night Legacy Beyond Goodbye for Now released this year. I Want My Hollywood Dream to Come True, Part 2, 2022. Matters, Part 2, 2020. Dove Night, 1990-2019-2020. Dove Night Songs, Part 2, 2018, released in 2018. Dove Night Songs from the Past and Present, 2008, released in 2018. Now, Dove Night Songs, Past and Present was the first album I released. It was released in 2018. And I copyrighted, wrote everyone, and I paid it out of my pocket for those demos, because if I didn't pay it out of my pocket, there would be no demos made. So I didn't put my, just put my money into it. I was involved in the songwriting, not just singing, songwriting and everything in between. I ain't going to take full responsibility for it because so, um, I work with somebody else. So 50 50. Yes, I, I put it on my BMI account. Why well, I've written thousands of songs. It's, it's approximately 364 songs that I have on BMI officially, but, but really I've written like 3,000, 4,000, maybe more all the times and they were not copyrighted or uh buried or or written with bands uh my time out here so these are you know as you can say greatest hits albums you sort of i add a song here and there and then my eps you know but dub night uh all dub night legacy beyond goodbye for now was released in 2022 I Want My Hollywood Dreams Come True, Part 2 album, released in 2022. Two albums released this year. So, you know, 16, 17 songs. I did. I've written a lot. Maddox Part 2 album was released in 2020. Dove Night 1990 to 2019 was released in 2020. Dove Night Songs Part 2 was released in 2018. Dove Night Songs from the Past and Present was released in 2018. That was my first album, sixth album. It's actually a seventh album. It was Legacy Songs, but I was on a small indie label and I had to take it off. They forced me to. So Legacy Songs was released in 2021. All the singles I make, even the ones I just played on, you know, I like this, you know, like this one I played on piano. I liked it. Even though vocally, you know, 
I, I did it in my own great, unique style. And singing it that way was so good. It was I Do Love You. I really want to be with you, you make my dreams come true. I really want to hold you forever, and that's the truth. Yeah, that was um, I Do Love You. Um, I play the keyboard. There are lots of songs I play the keyboard, you know. Um, and I've written the uh, the lyrics and play the keyboard and I song. Now, usually I will go in a recording studio and do the same thing with a microphone. And there's a lot more production because I would work with, work with a producer and he takes all that and just put it make it into a whole demo. So if I play the keyboard or something like it sounds so different. So my voice would be out there and whatever's the drums keyboard or rock and roll. Rock and roll was so different because sometimes it was a keyboard. It, you know, I like I like tragedy is not what I am. That was done at a time I was going through a line and I had to write about it. So that was keyboards on there. But Sometimes it's just uh, the guitar and drums and bass. And that uh, means that the approach to singing or songwriting is different, you know, around guitar solo, around the guitar singlet. I feel like I start to sing differently than I sing pop. But I like Unique because it was talking about being who I am and in the face of criticism and stuff. And because I am, am I, you know, everybody's unique. But some people keep reminding me that of something naturally that everybody is and and me, which shouldn't be always the case of of being of being of realizing. But the truth is, just like everybody else, I am unique.
long time ago with the podcast with that song. That song was about, uh, you know, I talked to David when I did before I did it about making a song called Unique. Uh, well, it was about I was rejected from the labels and the combinations of rejected from the labels and experience where someone prejudged uh, me for my look and not my talent, which is a wrong thing to do because we're not living in the 1980s. And as I said before, being an industry type is not going to be seen as good by the public because modeling is not not a musician. It's about how talented you are, not about how if you wanted to go by good looking look, there are many good looking people who got in the industry and never sold a record. They simply were not musicians or not gotten any um uh or had a reputation of not being seen as musicians. So I wanna be taken seriously as a musician. But they didn't do it. But that's someone ignorant. About that talent to somebody if you got a good song, that's what it is. So I have a good song, and that's what it, that's all that matters. And, and then I found out what they really want in this in the music business. Also, like what what's the most important thing? You know, the A and R people. They said if you got a great commercial song, that is number one because if something's gonna sound really good for the record, and that's the bread and butter. Everything else doesn't matter well it does matter but it's not that great song first that's what started off because that's what the bread and butter then i read one is about uh number five on the list i read a list that said your image but he said if you're unique um you know you may sell because you have a unique style that will start a whole trend billion millions of dollars because they say these are so unusual so the next a whole bunch of artists. And I've seen that happen in Glam, you know. You know, like Molly Crew with the first hair band, you know, Glam band in 81, and then there's a whole bunch of Molly Crew's Poison, Rat, Zub Enough, Fast and Pussycat. So I've seen that, you know, and then Poison, you know, you know, it's like a replica of Molly Crew. Don't take me this wrong, I'm not criticizing the And then there's a whole bunch of Poisons after that. So the influence is there, you know. But then I seen it in um in rhythm and blues and then I seen it in rock, you know, Elvis come on did it. So a bunch of people with a guitar and trying to dance. Good looking you know, certain you know, black hair, you know. So but really the ones that have the uh authentically can play the instruments and really truly bring something new to the table are it. So, um, and then when I look at plus size singers like Milo or, or Linzo, and then I look at, you know, and they sold millions. It doesn't matter what somebody thought their talent, their charisma. If they got charisma, yeah, you know, their talent. So I have to leave it there. I hope you enjoy my music. Uh, I'm a rock and a pop singer, but. Um, you know, the pop thing really fits me perfectly. It sure does. 
The pop really fits me perfectly. Well, I'm having fun. Thank you. Good day, good night from Dove Knight. <laughs>